top or give me a knot. Give you a what? Give me, say not. Not your mama's Christian podcast. Sorry for ruining that. Yeah, Come on. It's I terrible know. that that topper, like, it, he couldn't put two and two together. No, he couldn't figure it out. <laughs> not. I was like, is that like a new thing for Come like. Come on, man. <laughs> spit a rhyme or. Jeez. I don't know. You are so terrible on the fly. <laughs> I'm a little behind the time. Can you just go with me for oh, once? Geez. Do we have to prepare you for everything? Yeah, actually, yes. If you can look yeah, at the paper over. I have right Why here. Why don't we start I'm over and well Shane, prepared. go ahead and start over. So, ready? Uh, here, I'll count you down. Okay. Five, four, three, two. Top, give me a knot. Not oh, your good. mama's okay. Christian right. podcast. Yes! See, that's good. Hey, actually, I'll delete the first better. one. No, yeah. no one even hear the first no one. No one will even know. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, the Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. And here we I'm go. Your host, there he is, Shane Valenstein, and I'm here with my you're, two sidekicks. First off, you're not the hosts. I need to make welcome it clear. everybody to Shane's Not Your Mama's. Christian Pat. You know, it's funny, it that, that's actually really catching on because we talked to one of Lauren's friends yesterday and she was like, yeah, I listened to your podcast and how, uh, you know, and literally looked at like Shane and said, listen to your podcast <laughs> yeah. and your co-host. I was like, that's not really, this is not yeah, how no. it works. That's why I tr- every time I try to clarify, you're not the host. I regularly get people saying that I'm the host. It's catching on like wildfire. <laughs> and when I say wildfire, I mean like two four people, people yeah. have yeah. said that to me. So, so that's wildfire. But uh, welcome. <laughs> hey, we're excited that, that you uh, are spending some time listening to Especially to in the summer. Talk. Yeah, because summer, summer has been so hot. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but beyond that, the church in the summer, um, I don't know exactly what your attendance is at Connections, but at City on a Hill, I know that our, you know summer attendance is just inconsistent. Yeah, we've been low. Um, vacations and just... Mm-hmm. It's natural. It's normal. Yeah. I, it, but it's not just vacations. People just... When it's summer, just yeah, find themselves. I guess they you do stuff later on Saturdays, maybe or and, I don't know. And it's nice outside. They're like, ah, I'm gonna have a picnic today. Yeah. And so they go and they or they'll go to the Orioles game or yeah, uh, which is at one thirty. So obviously you can't go to a yeah, 30 yeah, service. Obviously. obviously. And, oh, people uh, use that excuse all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta get to the game early. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then there's also uh, it just thundered. Wow! So was that hard. I'm sure that's yes, probably gonna that pick up thunder. in these mics. My gosh! I wonder if Lauren's gonna be running down here in a second. <laughs> wow. She's gonna be freaked out. Um, but uh, but anyways, um, but beyond that too, people like I see a lot of people going out on their boats or going to the ocean for the weekend. We just went to Ocean City um, not that long ago. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, with some friends of ours. Top, were you there? Nope, you weren't invited. Wow. <laughs> so we need, sometimes we need some space, yeah. Dobbert. You live with me. You're always around. We do a podcast together. Mm-hmm. You're a godfather of one of my kids. We need some space sometimes. I'll tell you this, though. Oh, my. I would never say that to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get emotional on this podcast today. <laughs> but, but with that being said, um, uh, our you know, church attendance being so up and down. But uh, there's, been a, there's been a new – well, I guess it isn't that new. It's been over the last few years, but – I'm sure that you guys have noticed this too, but church culture has changed, right? Yeah, and it's always changing. Yeah, um, it's all. It is always. It's, always. It should always be changing. But, but one thing that has become um, evident now is that going to church is not as important to people as it once was. And I'm not talking about non-Christians or just people in the world. I'm talking about to Christians. 
going yeah. to church is not as important as it once was. Where it used to be, I remember for us growing up, it wasn't a question of whether or not we were going to church on a Sunday unless we were out of town. Yeah, and even sometimes out of town we would. Yeah. Like, we never missed no. going to Sunday ever. No. You don't, yeah, we didn't miss church. But I also remember as a kid not wanting to miss. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go to, because our, our best friends were there and, yeah. and whatever, but I wanted to go yeah. as well. But, yeah, we never missed. Right. But kid. now, they um, statistics have, would suggest that the average churchgoer, the person who would say, yeah, I'm a regular, consistent attendee at whatever church, um, they go, on average, two times a month. Yeah, that I could definitely see. And it yeah, could be, yeah. and, and it's declining still. Yeah. Because you could talk to somebody and be like, hey, do you go to church? And they're like, oh, yeah, I go to church. And they go like once or twice a month. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that would say they're they're owners of connections. We call because we have owners. We yeah, don't call them members. Call them owners. Yeah, we call we do the same thing. Okay, um, they would say they're owners of connections, and we won't see them for months. Yeah, and they'll and if you ask, them, oh, what's your church? Oh, your connections. But like, just something happens. Like we have some people that come once every three months. Yeah, and but they consider themselves this is their home church. Mm-hmm. But that but that's just how much they come. Um, but why why do you think? I, Shane and I, I and Topper grew up in a more religious home too. Oh, you guys, your parents were Catholic, but um, why do you think that is? Because I think we, Shane and I, come from such a different background than most people. Yeah. Is it just like it's a consumer thing where churches for me, so I'll go when I go because it's about me, or like what is it? Why? Do you, why do you think that's a trend now? What do you think, Topper? I don't know. I mean, I it's just. Yeah, I'd say maybe it is more for me. It it was always very casual growing up. Like it wasn't something that was stressed to me. Like you you need to go to church every Sunday, kind of thing. Yeah, if we so, have time, if yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So, but it wasn't until, and I don't know if that's just because maybe when I was brought up, it wasn't it wasn't taught to me that you were supposed to go to church every Sunday. But as I got more into the Word, I realized how important it was. And I don't know if it's this like just this new hipster thing of like why people because I know I've talked to some people and they've said that you know oh I don't I don't need to go to church like I'm yeah. I'm well versed I you know I'm in the Word every day and so with that you know why do I need somebody to be preaching a surface level mm-hmm. sermon to me that I've heard a million times before mm-hmm. kind of thing so yeah. I really don't know what what's cha- why it's changed like that I, um, I would a hundred percent agree with that yeah. and and it's kind of turned into um, with this, especially with the younger generation of, well, I don't trust establishments or organizations, and I especially don't trust organized religion, is what a lot of young people would say, because there has been corruption in the church since it started, basically. Yeah. Um. So uh, it, there's been so much, so many things that have gone on, which I, which I understand. And, and even so now you'll see like these mega pastors yeah. who are caught oh, yeah. cheating or caught. Um, stealing or whatever, oh, yeah, or getting fired all the time. It's like, yeah, and uh, and so it's kind of turned into this idea where uh, you're right. A lot of people even just think, you know what? I don't even need to go to church, mm-hmm. which is 100 percent biblical. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it says in the Bible. There is a lot of sarcasm <laughs> yeah, in this yeah, statement, yeah. but um, uh, yeah, and and so they they go that route of, well, I'm just doing church at home by myself. Right, right. I will say uh, to try to be a devil's av- the devil's advocate here. I understand why some people feel that way, um, and I understand why some people will like say, "Well, I've heard that sermon a bunch of times." Because 
Shane, you can attest this too. Mm-hmm. We're like, there's only, I only know one way to talk about salvation. Like that's just the way I preach it. That's the way I talk. So, um, and for you, there's certain things that you just say things a certain way. You talk about things yeah. more, more of a normal amount or a lot. Um, that's just cause that's who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Same way. Just like it's how I am. That's just how, like how AJ is, whatever. Any pastor has a thing that they talk about more yeah. or, or ways they talk about certain things. So, so if you're there a lot, you hear the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You hear the same things over and over. And then just with – it's the church is full of of people that are not perfect, including yeah. the pastor, including us, us three, that are screwed up. So that means we will hurt people's feelings. We mm-hmm. will not um, do things the right way all the time. And so some people will come. They, they will serve, and they will do certain things to like try to help the church – or it get invested and then all of a sudden they get burned by something. Yeah. Not, and it's, and, and they might not be wrong at all. It's all of us that are wrong or yeah. do something, but it's just, that's the way the church is. And the devil's always trying to attack of the course. church anyways. Yeah. And then, so then you take into account that you're, you're trying to do certain things. You get your feelings hurt. You hear the same sermons all the time. You don't feel like you're growing at all. And then that's when I think the enemy really attacks and saying, well, you don't really need church then. Yeah. And then you put God in a box where, well, yeah, I can't learn more about God in this stuff. And so I understand the why people would do that. But and, I then, would say and then you that, have other stuff. I'm not saying I agree with it, obviously. But then, and then you have football or baseball or something else you want to do. That all your friends are like, well, I would rather just take this week off. I'll go yeah. every once in a while now. I would say that the majority of people who go, who still come to church, just not regularly. Like if we say two, one or two times a month, those people are not using all those excuses that you just gave. Their excuses, they're lazy. No, I I disagree. Really? I hear people with these excuse, excuses all the time. Yeah, I think that they use them. But I don't think that they're actually the excuse. I think that it's just, mm. oh, I just don't feel like going today. Oh, just out. I'm not. not, it's, not I think it's ended, a mix of all of it. But you ended with football or yeah, yeah. Um, all, I, that, that's what I'm talking about. I think that is the issue. Not necessarily, oh, I got my feelings hurt by the pastor. Or, no, but because of all this other stuff has happened, and now there's other stuff that makes my life busy, I can do every But if they month. got their feelings hurt by the pastor, then they wouldn't come at all. No, I mean we we have people that have gotten their feelings hurt from me and AJ and other people just because that's what happens, and we've remedied it as best we can, mm-hmm. and then they'll still only come every once in a while. But if they're if they're really hurt by whatever it is that somebody did to them, I think they would go to a whole another church in general, not still come randomly, or at least semi consistently. Yeah, and a lot of things we're talking about I've noticed is how everyone's feeling. We're talking about the me, 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 which it all comes back to that me thing when at this point, maybe 10 years ago, I may have been going to church for me. But at this point, and I don't mean to sound like Mm -hmm. better than anyone else, but I feel like at this point, my focus has shifted to I'm going to serve on a Sunday morning. Yeah. That's that's my purpose. Papa, you're such a good Christian. Wow. And then, and that brings me to... If, if you're worried about growing, yes, granted, you're going to hear that sermon a lot. That's why we have small groups. Yep. That's why community is so important during the week. And that's where maybe I'll find myself growing than I, more than I would maybe on a Sunday morning, hearing that same message, when you could still get a lot out of, out of the same message. Yeah. So. And it's extremely arrogant to think, I've heard this before, I can't get anything else out of this sermon. I think that that is such yep. an arrogant statement to make because... 
you're you're like like you said, putting God in a box and saying, "Well, God can't speak to me through this passage." I mean, I don't know how many times I've heard the normal Bible stories of of Noah, Mo, Moses, yeah. Abraham, all this. Uh, how many times have we heard the Christmas story? You know, every year the Easter story, all that stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't get anything out of it. Right. And and a lot of people will use that. I've heard it all before, which is a bunch of baloney. Andy Stanley would say that a good sermon. Um, you remind somebody of something, and you teach them something new. Mm-hmm. So remind them something that they didn't necessarily remember. They go, oh yeah, I did know that, but I forgot because mm-hmm. that's just what we do. And then teach them something new. Yeah, and I feel like like we're we're connections is a church that's we're trying to reach people that that never go to church and don't want to go to church. So we'll teach some things that are are definitely more surface level or that I guess would be more milky or whatever. And we get those complaints plenty yeah. from people that I'm just not getting a lot. But now we just did a whole ser- whole series on questions people had mm-hmm. and like hard questions. And we were not, we were like hard on them. Like we said, okay, here is the answer, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So we try to do both. But if all I know is that if a church is trying to make sure the congregation's happy, they're failing as a church. Oh, well, that's, that's not Be- the goal. That's not the purpose. That's not the goal. Church. But yet, because the congregation is what keeps the church running financially through service. All, no, listen, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not. You're not even let me finish. Because of that, it's very easy for leaders to start to think that okay, well, I we need to make sure that we have their money, all this stuff. We need to make sure we have the numbers. So we need to make sure they're happy, which is not right and it's not biblical. The mm-hmm. God keeps the church running, right? But it's very easy for leaders to start to change their perspective because we see the budget. And we see how much money's coming in. We see the audience. We see the attendance. So, like, hey, we want to keep certain people happy. Where it's just, that's that's the tendency that, and it's very easy trap to fall in as pastors. Yeah. Um, well, and that's, I mean, that is a surefire way to run your congregation yeah, into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Is for if sure. you're focused on just a few. But how families. many churches have you seen do that? Oh yeah, plenty. That's just, it's just, it's easy to do that. It's yeah. an easy trap to fall into. Yeah. And, and we do it sometimes. Yeah. And Everybody you do it sometimes. Does it. Yeah. yeah. We, we get to a point where we do that sometimes, mm-hmm. but, but, but what, really what we're getting back to though, is a question of, we, we have, we are, we have now encountered this culture of church that is so focused on how do we reach the lost? That's the goal of church. That's why we meet every Sunday and, and trying to reach that next generation. Um, but also, keeping the previous generation, you know, and, and there's all these things that, that come into it. And so we find ourselves in a church situation where we want to make everybody comfortable and be as effective as possible. And so there are things like, for example, this Sunday, we're starting at our church live streaming, right? And so, uh, Facebook live is what we're doing. You get, I know you guys have done it. Crossroads, which is another church I worked at has done it and still doing it. Um, and all, every church that is big does live streaming. Yeah. And we were just talking about how important it is to be at church. So are we fueling staying at home? Because really, my my mentality is, well, I want to have live streaming in case somebody is sick. For that old person who's physically not able to make it. Someone's out of town. Someone's out of town on vacation. But are we also giving them another reason to stay home and say, well, I watch the service online? Yeah, I mean, we might potentially be doing that, but we aren't responsible for them. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that stuff, oh, we're if if we want to try to spread the message in, in every way possible, By any means, then we have yeah. to do that. Like I, I think it's irresponsible mm-hmm. for us to not to do that if we can do it. Yeah. Um, 
and the same would go with podcasts. Why would you make? Why would you do a not our podcast? Like we have, we release all of our, our podcast is perfect. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying for 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 our church, we release a podcast. Yeah, um, of the sermon. Of the sermon. We we do that for people that missed. Mm-hmm. So would so. But you also are doing that for because a lot of times someone will be there and hear it in person and be like, "This sermon would be perfect for my daughter who wasn't here today." Yeah, we're or, trying to give any possible way to spread yeah what we feel like God's telling us to tell the right, people right any possible way, and we can't we we aren't responsible if someone uses that and says, "Okay, well I have to go to church now because I can get it every week." Yeah, because you don't have to go to our church; you can go to any church that way mm-hmm. um, and do that. But, yeah, but why, why don't we do this since? Shane and I are pastors, and we've been working at the church for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, and we've been a church person since we were born. Basically, yeah. it's hard for us to see things as not a behind the curtain type thing where where we work the church and all that stuff. So Topper, you not being a pastor, you just coming to serve. There's you have no um, desire to work at a church, as far as I know. Um, you're so you are going just to go to church, right? Um, why do you keep going to church when I'm sure you've heard plenty of the stories? Why do you keep coming to whether it's our, just any, anywhere? Um, what keeps you coming back and what do you, why, why do you think it's important for people to do it? Um, for me, I, I, well, number one, I'm can, I have good community. I'm connected to a lot of the people that go to our church. I'm good friends with a lot of those people. So, once you feel your that best friend best goes friends. to that church, your best friend, whoa, which is best. me, whoa. Okay, we don't want to. We don't <laughs> do you, do you remember how this podcast started? How Eric said he needed time away from you? Yeah, because we and know, I said yeah. I've never felt that way because we know we can joke with each other and have fun and say things like that. Well, That's how topper. I speak. What, I speak what do I look love. for? I look for joining City on a Hill. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I look for. <laughs> hey, Topper, can you just answer this question? Yes. Whenever you do get married, oh. who's going to be your best man? Your first best man. You will be that's Shane, Shane Valentine, Shane Russell Valentine. That's because we, when we were kids, we made an agreement, and we basically it doesn't matter. I don't care. Did rock paper scissors hey, to see hey, who hey, would be hey, first? Hey, but I worked, I worked it out that way on yeah. purpose. Uh-huh. It was all luck. <laughs> we said the first time Shane and I got married, Topper would be the first one. Eric, please, we have, we have a podcast <laughs> you're trying to talk about. Yeah. Go ahead, Topper. Gosh. Sorry, he interrupted you. That's fine. <laughs> Shane, Shane always has to be the host. Uh-huh. When I'm making an argument, uh-huh. Shane, Shane interrupts me before I even get uh-huh. to my point. Well, it's because it's a bad point. Not, I haven't given any uh-huh. bad points. Go ahead, in this Tyler, one. Continue. Anywho, the the people that are around me, the uh, community that's there. I, I'm friends with close friends with a lot of people there. I think that's helpful to have people that you you know want to serve with, want to grow with. That's right, one thing. Right. Um, also, I. I think I get turned off by churches that are too traditional, in a sense, because that's the background that I came from. Yeah. So, especially in a Catholic church, so seeing something more progressive, um, like we have, we have the lights and everything. We have, you know, the worship band is loud. It's yeah. we're not afraid. It's not just one person, you know, with a harp singing hymns or was, something along those lines. Have you been to a church with no, a harp? No, but that's just I know, what I, I would I'm go just, to that. No. But what's funny is the that exact reason why you come to our church is the that exact reason why people some people don't go to our church. Oh yeah. 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 And there's no right or wrong. By and there's any no means. perfect yeah. church. No. We the way connection does is not the perfect way or the best way and the way City on a Hill or any other church does it. Even the Catholic church, there's no necessarily right or wrong. People are gonna go to one that 
Yeah, they it suits them. Suits them. Yeah, and it's not like when you're if you're, more, if you're too traditional, then you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're trying to accomplish the mission, right? Um, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, and also a church that is not afraid to um, to address or ask the hard questions, you know, in yeah. in their sermons, which yeah. we I know we just did. Not not you know we're still in actually, or we just finished. No, we finished yeah. this weekend. So that's another thing because. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to hear about those those hard subjects, you know, because some I'm past the point of hearing. I don't like to hear these surface level sermons. I like people to dig in and really, you know, answer those tough questions. But what, so. okay, so what do you do when we do an entire series that's on the surface level stuff? Because we do that, yeah. and a lot of churches do that, and a lot of churches do sermons that are about um, making people feel better about themselves when instead of like the hard truths about yeah. some of the aspects of God, which, cause that can turn people off. Yeah. So what do you do during those times? Because um, we do that. I think we have next coming up, we have a family series yeah. for the next three weeks. Like, I don't know how much you're going to enjoy that one. Yeah. Like, what do you do or when there's a marriage one? Yeah. Which we do that. Yeah. One. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's still, there are still things, still takeaways that I can get from those kind of sermons even if it might not be directed towards me but I, I have to understand that again it's not all about me there's other people that this may impact in the church so that it, this this may be very well worth it just because it's it's not necessarily the thing for me it could impact someone else and this might be the sermon that they actually need to hear so I, I mean C.S. Lewis said that the root of all sins is pride yeah. And I think what a lot of that is and people complain is is arrogance of I need to hear a certain thing about me. Right. Where yeah, like if we do a marriage marriage series, it's really hard for someone that's not married to but you can also you're you're planning on being married one day. You can yeah. learn things and you can learn how to date. We've done dating series mm-hmm. and married people got mad. It's like, well, you're still dating your spouse just because yeah. you're married I mean parenting, same thing. Like I and it all goes back to that the church is about me. Yeah. I need to hear a message that I want to hear. Directly in my situation. Yes. Where instead of saying, God, you preach to me and teach me however way you're going to. And whether it's when any of these messages or whatever, if you've decided you want to become an owner of a certain church because you bought into that mission and a sermon comes up that you're like, huh, it's going to be a milky one or whatever. Put yourself down a little bit. And remember that God can still teach you something or remind you something of you, that you're messing up with. Because if that's your attitude, you're messing up in areas, just like all of us are. But. Well, and how, how arrogant is it to sit in a room filled with people? And this is what a lot of, a lot of people don't understand who, who have never preached before or spoken in front of a, a large group of people. Is that, do you know how hard it is, how difficult it is to preach a sermon that connects with teenagers and grandparents and parents and single people and married people and all all these different you have uh, so many different people in your audience it's difficult to be able to effectively preach to all of those people in, in a way that they want to hear it and especially during the week you have to prepare for that uh-huh. but you need to make sure you're building the relationship enough and yeah. checking in on people and serving people the way you can and leading other people and, and you don't even know who's going to be there on that Sunday and you don't even know making sure that there's children's people there making sure there's food there that week yeah. making sure like um, making a sure lot the of coffee is ready a lot of stuff falls and this is not I don't want this to be a woe is us mm-hmm. type stuff because we signed this and I love my job oh yeah um, but I 
the assumption is, and and I know this assumption because I had this assumption before I became full time. Is pastor during the week? Week? Aren't you just preparing for a sermon? Like, yeah. what else are you doing? <laughs> and I remember I was used to think that way about Shane when he because he was full time. About AJ, about about any pastor I knew. Like, isn't that your main? Oh, yeah, you gotta meet with other people. And then I started full time. And that first week, I wrote out a list of all the stuff I wanted to get done. And on Tuesday, I started because Monday is the day mm. off for a pastor. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, I started. Thursday came, I felt like I worked the hardest I've ever worked and nothing was done on my list. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? Like, yeah. I was working the whole time, but I was like, what happened? I don't know the, where my time went. The question that I hate getting the most is, well, what do you what do you do each day at work? I hate that question because I can't even answer it. Because it, it's so different all the time. And and it's like things your time just gets sucked up. In, in in an email or in setting something up or, or moving things. It, it is amazing how someone will ask me, well, well, okay, well, what do you do? And they're not trying to be like mean. They're just actually curious. Give me, what do you normally do then on a Tuesday? And I'm like, I can't answer it because it's so different. And things, and then you even look back at your day and you're like, what did I even do? <laughs> because it's just all random stuff that happens. Yeah, you get a phone call, you got to answer yep. it, and then all of a sudden you're on the phone for like you have random meetings all the time. Or or another person walks into your office and then and and then you have a 30-minute conversation with them about the previous Sunday and then you have a staff meeting and all this stuff. It's just insane. But this is all probably really boring for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's trying to put in perspective with mm-hmm. that idea of when we're preaching yeah, we're doing – and we're trying – I get so nervous of saying the wrong thing and leading people yeah. towards not truth and because I'm going to be held – I feel like I'm going to be held accountable for that. I mean the Bible says that. Yeah, you shouldn't feel like you're going to be <laughs> – you will be held accountable. So like I get nervous about that and I'm like I really want to make sure I'm talking truth, especially when I'm getting like yeah. like more in-depth and I try to like challenge people mm-hmm. and myself. Like mm-hmm. when I preach, I try to make it – I'm preaching for us because yeah. I struggle with all this stuff too. Um so for somebody to kind of come, sit there, say, I don't like these worship songs. I, I, this, I've heard this sermon. I know this story. It's, it's arrogance that will end up destroying your faith if you don't keep it yep. in check. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to go to another church eventually, mm-hmm. and the same is going to happen. And you're in another church. Until God fixes your heart or you allow God to fix your heart, like you're going to have this trouble in yeah. any church you go to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you if you're not if you're not the head pastor of that church, there's going to be things that you're going to find wrong with that church that you don't like. And so I think a big thing uh, newsflash, if you're the head pastor of the church, you're going to find a lot of things yeah. you don't like about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think the big thing as a person just attending the church, you have to re- number one understand that and buy into your head pastor. He's in that position for a reason. And you have to trust the decisions he's making is the best thing for that church. Assume the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a, we had a board meeting where yeah. they're all on trust and assume the best because we wanted each other to trust each other's decisions and yeah. we and know that AJ wants the best thing for that church. And I think that if you have that mentality, you're not going to go in every week criticizing being so, you know, judgmental towards every move, everything that happens in church. What but what happens when we are assuming the best, but a pastor abuses that power mm-hmm. or messes up or does do things that needs to be in check like because we can i can name so many big yeah. pastors that that's happened yeah but uh, even in those situations you should still assume the best assume the best and and we even that and we're all we said we're go, go to them people. in a biblical way yes 
about like if there's things that are, look seem a little fishy, assume the best. But let's check with them. Yeah, make sure. assuming the best doesn't mean that you don't talk to the pastor about it. Yeah. It just it just means the way that you talk to the pastor about it. It means that you see. There's a big difference. Say that you didn't like uh, something that I said on a Sunday or or whatever. You interpret it a certain way. There's a big difference between you sending me an email and saying this is terrible. You don't know what you're talking about. I was so offended. Da 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 da. da. Not to say that you're offensive. Being being offended isn't a big deal. But there's a big difference between that email and then another email saying. Hey, I you said this. I I just wasn't sure exactly what you meant. Can you explain it a little bit? There is a big difference in those two. Or not sending an email. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. The Maybe. fact that you sent an email is already better than most things. Well, but instead, like I'd rather someone like just call me or something. And be like, hey, I wanted like, can you just talk like explain, yeah, explain this part this. to me? And because I I've had people not over call but like kind of say can you explain that and i yep. did they said okay i kind of understand what you're saying i don't necessarily agree with it, but i understand yep. Yep. and i and i'm completely fine with that oh yeah there's certain things there's things that everyone says that i'm like i don't know i agree with that, but i understand what you're trying to say yeah. or whatever or you could go on the ride home and you could talk to your spouse or you could talk to a friend and say can you believe that <laughs> the pastor said this and then all of a sudden it puts a doubt in somebody else's mind that maybe they didn't have to begin with and then it starts to spread and it's just a mess and so that's that would be the non-biblical way to go about it um but yeah it, it it's tough I'm glad that you said that about assuming the best of the pastor because I am a lead pastor, so I don't I don't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the lead pastor. Well, I mean, I know the struggles. I mean, I know the things that you go through, and yeah. sometimes you'll you'll vent to me about certain things. So I know that, and you get a lot of that stuff coming from a yeah. bunch of different people, and it, it makes your job a lot harder. Well, so. this this is what I was talking to to my wife about this this week, and it's like, how, how would you feel if in your job? Somebody came to your day at work, watched you work, and then critiqued you the whole time. That would be miserable. That's a pastor. I would never want to work, <laughs> you know work again. Mean? Or do the job knowing that there's people in the audience that do not like you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, have, I have people in church I know don't like me. Yeah. And I have to preach. And knowing that they're just looking at me going, yep, don't like him. Yep. I don't like anything he's saying. I don't like the way. And, and so... And then you got to be friendly and do all other stuff. Yeah. You, you, gotta, you have to be the bigger person. You have to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it gets hard but sometimes. People, when you put it in that perspective of, do you want me to come to your work and watch you all day and then critique you? Yeah. Then of course you wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. But that and and I understand that. But we also kind of signed up. Exactly. I was going to say we, we signed, signed up, up for, for it. I knew what I was getting myself into and I'm okay with it. That's why we always say being in ministry requires thick skin. You got to have thick skin. If you have thin skin, you you are going to struggle yeah. as a pastor, not just a lead pastor. A children's pastor, youth pastor, administrative pastor, whatever, because you are put under a microscope, and there will be people who question you and, and will and will attack you. But that's I don't just like, the I don't like that. Of it. I'm a sensitive guy. I can't. I can't be having that. <laughs> but let's let's go even. Uh, let's, go, uh, let's go even beyond that. How about this whole rise of the quote unquote hippie church? All right. So let me let me give you. A picture of of a hippie church. I, you know what? City on a hill has been called a hippie church. Yeah, you're a hippie church. Yeah, I think so, yeah, some people. <laughs> I, I don't know if we are or not. I, that's not. I, I no, okay. Like, what's your definition of a hippie church? Hippie church is you walk in. Oh gosh, I'm going to describe my church. Yep. You walk in. <laughs> the coffee. It's fresh brewed. Uh huh. And it's not Folgers. Oh. No, it's got to be which, grinded. Yeah. 
If you like good coffee, you get coffee snobs in that church. If you like good coffee, come to City on a Hill because we have tremendous coffee. Just gonna say, ours are Keurigs. Alexander Stout, who's our coffee guy, Sacred Grounds Coffee. He does a pour over. He does all stuff. It's tremendous. Okay, so okay. really good coffee. The when the worship band starts, at least one or two guys are not wearing shoes or socks. Wow. <laughs> you just you're just in your bare feet. Yep. There might be a cajon up there. We got a cajon. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and then uh, uh, it's not uh, offering plate. It's like a maybe a basket or a bucket that's passed. Yep. Um, uh, the the pastor, lead pastor, is probably wearing either ripped jeans. Very casual. Very casual. Very casual. Maybe has has on a t-shirt. A beanie. Uh, has, yeah, beanie. Has on, in the in the winter, he has on like those boots. And facial you know, hair for facial sure. Facial hair, yep. Th- has th- tattoos. Thick black rim glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually are not things. prescription at all. It's just yep. a. Yep. And, uh, and they are always doing some sort of service. And now this is totally our church. <laughs> They're always doing some sort of service, whether it's, because uh, like, like, for example, we are getting ready to start packing lunches for kids that are registered homeless in an elementary school and every week they're going to take home a care package because they don't have food for the weekend and so like there's always something like that going on there's a cause because the millennials are all about standing for something causes yep so that what else would you say would be a part of a hippie church um a lot of flannels flannels for sure um more of a rustic feel yeah um definitely has to be more rustic but there's still media you gotta have some kind of media. It could be that everyone has iPhones. Oh yeah, Apple, Apple, yeah, everything, Apple, that, everything, Apple, everything. And yeah. it could even be in maybe a warehouse or an abandoned building or an abandoned church or like an old church that is renovated. Yeah, like an old with stained glass windows. Now I'm, and, I have a question: Are we yeah. making fun of this or? I, think, I like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm we can just, make fun of it because I kind of like it. And I'm kind of that. But see, that's the thing. I agree. I am that as well. <laughs> but honestly, this podcast is a little. Oh yeah, a little hippie. Well, that's who the we topper, are. Topper, Topper's a prep. Yeah, <laughs> he's a topper's a pretty. Boy. Topper's preppy. You're a hippie. I'm in between. <laughs> I don't know which one. But but here's the thing, though. Um, see, to to the millennials, that sounds like a church I would like to go to. But to like. Uh, the the baby boomers, they're out. They feel out of place. Yeah, and so what what is the responsibility of the church? And obviously, we've already talked about you can't please everybody. But I don't know. You go. You. It's all about the mission. Yeah. Everything you do is to get to that mission. Yeah. And if it's a certain feel, it's a certain feel. Like I'm gonna dress a certain way and be a certain way because that's who I am. Yeah. And. And if there, we have people that surround it, then that are that way, then they're that way too. If they're not, then they're going to do it their way. Like we have, like um, our children's pastor is not not hippieish or anything like that, and she's going to do things her way. AJ is not a hipster at all. Yeah, he's going to do things in a certain way. We need to be authentic and passionate and do what the way God called us to do it and gifted us to do things. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's going for the mission, yeah, it's I think it's fine. So. Whether it's in a hippie way, whether it's more traditional way, whatever way, whatever basket you put that church in, mm-hmm. if it's going for the mission that God gave that church, it is not wrong. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. I but just whether, if you're, whether you're when you're trying to please everybody mm-hmm. and just worry about numbers, then then you're not going for the mission. Right. Right. And I think that what what a lot of people forget about is that to do church, we don't need all these Apple computers. We don't need coffee there. We don't need 
all of this stuff, right? All that you need to do church is Jesus, bottom line. That's the, that is all that you need. And you can still do church. And some, some really hipsterish churches have gone the opposite route of being so simple and minimalistic that, that there is nothing. There's no bulletin. There's no PowerPoint. There's maybe not even, if you want to get really, really hipsterish, not even um, like a, 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 don't a say band. It. No, don't Ooh. say that. And instead, <laughs> it's just like one guy with an acoustic guitar or even just acapella. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there are these places, and I think that, and, and I, I, I think that there's I'm being sarcastic, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that there's something cool about the fact that look, we don't need all this stuff. All we need is Jesus. Bottom line. Yeah, but we all, you also want to try to make it mm-hmm. as friendly. Yeah, for and as easy. Yeah, like that's our that's what we try to do. Is that's our part of our mission as. Make it as easy as possible for someone that's not a church person to connect to Jesus. Yeah, that's the goal. So what's the best way? A bulletin that has all the information that they need. What's the best way? Uh, songs that that they might enjoy and like to listen to and actually like talented musician. What's the best way? Through sermon and multimedia and websites and all that stuff. And it's not different. saying that's right or wrong. That's just that's just for us, that's how yeah. we see it, and that's how we accomplish the mission we feel like God's given us. And it's different based on where you are, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're the on the East Coast, mid-Atlantic. We're in Maryland. So, like, it's a very fast-paced sort of culture. If you do the same thing that you do here in the Midwest... Yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And if you do the same thing you do in California here, it's not going to work. It's different. It's a whole different lifestyle, no matter depending on where you go. Yeah. Right. Well... We kind of talked about that. We did. We weren't funny or anything during that whole. Oh, normally, we're we're stupid. Funny. We were we were to way us? too serious. We didn't talk about enough cartoons. I know that. people were going to listen and be like, "We did not listen to get your opinion. We want your stupid stuff about yeah. about candy." Yeah. <laughs> What's your opinion on McGee? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, um, it's time for the most important news topper take it away buddy brought to you by tip top news oh i thought we had a sponsor for a second that would be awesome anybody if anybody out there would like to sponsor us and pay us money to do this by all means yeah Nobody wants to do yeah. that. Oh. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe if, maybe if Topper's news got a little better. Yeah. Oh my. Maybe. Gosh. Go ahead. What do you got? Right, let's, I got well, let's see. You. Let's see how good it is today. We'll yeah. Decide. Pressure's on. All right. All right. Fine. So I've got uh, two news articles for you guys today. All right. All right. Can't wait. Is one for Eric and one for me? Uh, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> oh, not right, off to a good so start. Do you going. want? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give Spotters you. Spotters aren't coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want the bad news first, or the worse news? Oh, oh god! Bad and worse. <laughs> Yo, this episode we've only talked about bad stuff and negative stuff. It's been negative the whole time. Let's keep so it going. We have two negative <laughs> articles. Well, you know what? Let's start with the, the worst. 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 Ooh, okay. Worst first. Yeah. All right. Cool. Send the other ones. It's gonna feel good in comparison to the yeah. worst. Okay. Depending on how bad it is. Well, I just want to let you know that. An after-school Satan club could be coming, could be coming to your kid's elementary school. No. What do you mean? What do you? I don't know what you mean. Like a club to worship Satan for kids. Yeah, that's exactly. There's what no way. There's, <laughs> there's no way that that would ever happen. Yeah. Listen. Um, you, do you know where it was first proposed? Uh, where Wisconsin? 
No, not oh, Wisconsin. You're asking like a state? Michigan. Uh, yeah, sure. Alaska. State, okay, let's see. So what states California. do we think are the most satanic? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Is that well, a state? It's, that's it, The area yeah. around Pittsburgh, so Pennsylvania. Is that, uh, is that Nevada, your... Las Vegas. Nevada, yeah. Oh, that's you, a good you, one. Is that your final answer? Just How say. about Massachusetts? They're pretty Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you it's in your backyard? No! Virginia? What? West Virginia? How about... Delaware? Smaller scale. Delaware? Prince George's County. No! no. It's, it's in Maryland. It's in Maryland. Oh, I oh, should say the most satanic state. <laughs> yeah, really. It's, it's our state. So basically... Uh, no, it's not. Is it really in Prince George's? Yes, that was where it was. Proposed. Liberals, yeah. am I right? No, wait, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you mean like it's it's already in schools? It can't. No, be. no, no, no. It is not in schools. It's, it's proposed. been proposed. It's not passing. So that will never the be co-founder, um, they're basically activists who are trying to um, infiltrate public education. Just like there's Christian Good News clubs, they feel that they should also be able to do the same thing give kids a choice jesus or satan that's satan right. that's right D- okay so they actually like they're actually satan worshipers or they're just trying to do like a stance against being forced christianity being forced it's more it's more like that yeah because oh, okay. they're, they're heavily science um focused yeah but but it's an actual satan it group. is a satan club though it is See, i watched the video and it creeped me out really so much. It's so like, much so that I don't know if we can put this on our Facebook page. I don't know if I want to promote it. Is it a it promo either. for it or something? It's a promo, yeah. Really? It's a promo for it. Is it like it's, it's weird. Why is it creepy? You know, because is you, know, it creepy? you know whenever you hear those songs and they take it and they put it backwards. Oh and yeah. They're like, listen, watch and they're like listen for subliminal oh. messages. It's got that. And the video is just weird. It's got like cockroaches crawling around. And it's yeah, like, yeah. and then they have a school with all the lights out. Well, I'll tell you what, halls. If it's you just... really want to propose something to get into schools, all you got to do is make a video <laughs> with cockroaches <laughs> and, people out. and music being played backwards. Yeah, that'll definitely make it into the schools. You know what I think it is? I don't think it's they actually care about getting into schools. Yeah. They're trying to make a point. Yeah. No, so yeah. we are a Satan group. Shock value. Yeah. And so this, and then you say, wait, you're going to tell us no, because you're telling these Christians, that's a belief. You're telling them yes. So you can't say no to us now. You have to say yes to everybody. I think, but, I think that's what they're probably not knowing anything yeah. about it. I guarantee it's what they're probably trying to do. My, my question is, I mean, I don't know that much about satanic people or, or the, if you would call it a religion, um, Satanism or whatever. I don't know much about it, but like, what what is what is it that exactly that they're trying to accomplish? Like, what are they preaching? Because I would assume they're not preaching love, right? I assume not. I don't. You, I, I don't know anything. About I, it I don't know what it offers. Yeah, I would love to uh, find a Satanist and get him. I mean, I remember listening well, to. I don't want to find him. Well, I don't really want to find one. Yeah. I'll Skype an interview with yeah. him. I don't want him to be here. <laughs> I mean, I remember listening to the Bad Christian podcast where they talk to a satanist or yeah. a former satanist yeah and like everything that he was saying was that their whole job is or what they were trying to there's there's this interview where they do with this guy and what he's trying to do is former satanist former satanist if you're but if you're in the satanist group that you're trying to get as close to the devil as possible by doing bad things so how can that get into the schools yeah there's it's no way destructive and whatever you know um there's a guy who's go to our youth group that left and he was talking to me on AIM, AOL Instant Messenger for all the <laughs> young kids that are listening. 
Um, they still don't know what that is. <laughs> they don't know. I don't know why I had to tell them what that yeah, is. You saying AIM and AOL and some Yeah, they did still not, don't know. It's the same. It's like Facebook chat, but it was only the chat part. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I remember he was talking to me because I didn't see him in youth group in a while, and he was telling me how he's now a Satanist, mm. and he like threatened to come find me Ooh. and like do bad things at at we used to do um, coffee houses. Yeah. And he said, I'm telling you, next coffee house, I'm going to come with my satanic friends and I'm going to hurt people. What? All stuff. Yeah, but I kind of knew he was. I just, All of it. Maybe I should have took him more seriously. I just went, yeah. Ah, okay, whatever. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> he never came. <laughs> and then, yeah, you should have taken him more seriously. You should have yeah, called yeah, the cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, nothing you take lightly. Do you, do you then, know his parents or anything? No. And you, I can tell you off. Yeah. Not that he's going to listen, but I, I can tell you who it was. Because I later. know, yeah, you know, um, Tyler, you might know him too. Um, and then later on, he sent me, he he hit me back up on AIM, like maybe a year later. He's saying, like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> no, he said he's gotcha. not. He said he's not a Satanist anymore, and he wants to come back and all that stuff. I was like, well, come back. God always takes you back. He said, no, I. The thing is, I already drank the blood, which I guess is a thing yeah. they had to do. So I'm too far gone, and I was like, I don't even know how to answer that. But yeah, it was really weird. Well, it's hard um, to answer. I don't know where he is now could be dead eric he could be he could be alive and thriving i don't know i'm just throwing the options out there we're negative in this podcast so i'm gonna be negative he could be dead yeah but if he's if he's and in heaven he could he could be (laughs) who who we say but but the thing is like i I just don't know enough about what they believe took to to really like remember when i was saying I I went out with that one girl and she said that she was a witch, but she was a good witch. Yeah. Are there like any good Satanists like in their minds? In the if sense, you're we're following like, Satan. I don't know how you can be. Yeah, but like people, if you're already following Satan, then you're delusional to begin with. So why well, he's a real person? Yeah, obviously. So, yeah. yeah. So, but, but 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 what I mean is like if you're following Satan, then there's already got to be a few screws loose, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, unless he like gives you like gives you stuff. a power or yeah. so, or like I don't know. I, that sounds like. It's like a comic book movie now or something, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I there's if there's really Satan, then he can yeah, really. That's the, do, I don't know no. what it offers. I, I have mean, no I, idea what. Yeah, no but idea. it doesn't sound like this news article or this group actually cares about that part. To me, no. it sounds like they just more care no. about making a stance. And then there's probably so anti-Christian. Yeah. They're trying to just get in the news that there'll be yeah. Satanist air quotes. I bet you that their their hope in making this video was, oh, I hope we make it into tip top news. Yeah. Hope we infiltrate Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Oh. <laughs> I'll have you know, as I was scrolling down um, for this news article, um, there's a poll at the bottom, and my thumb almost clicked, yes, they should be allowed in schools. Oh, no! So, ah! Sorry, Brooklyn. <laughs> Actually, I can view the results. Let me see what's going on. Maybe we'll see if it's There's approved no way. tonight. There's no yeah, way. There's absolutely no way that that makes it into... There's no way people actually well, think that Well, stay tuned. It's not, probably it's not loading. First. Don't yeah. worry about it. Oh, true. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, next next news stories you got. News oh, story. got you, brother. This is not... This is a so little not, better. Not as bad. But it's still bad. Yeah, in my opinion. You guys might All disagree. Right. Um, so there is a new um, target market uh, dating website out there. Well, there's a so, million of those. Ooh, this can't yes. be bad. <laughs> this can't be. No. Um, you, uh, you just said it could be. Okay, well, I'm gonna fill you in. Um, it's TrumpSingles.com. Oh no snap! Way. Yes. Trump singles. Trump singles. Like, do they all have to have like Trump's hair? <laughs> yeah. That, oh. That would be. That I don't would know. be why they're single. Maybe <laughs> right now, it's very new. There's only. Especially if it's a woman. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
There's only 500 users right now. That's not very. No, I would think. No, it's not very. I would think that that would have actually a lot more. Yeah, but the person who created it said that he was doing it because, um, I don't know. You kind of got to be a little crazy to uh, like Trump as a person in the first place. So I guess you kind of put all those people together. It makes it easier to find love. Wow. Yeah, sounds like a great love. So, For, so does this mean that it's just people who just like him and they're getting on there? Because what I would imagine, support, or like well, they're going to vote for Trump. Yeah, because that could turn a lot of people off. Yeah, when they when you first meet somebody, you find that out, and you might be totally anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then that's that's a deal breaker for you. For a lot of people, it's that bad. It's it's to that point. Do you think that because there are so many people like when it comes to politics, it's always heated, but especially this year, like with the whole all the Trump supporters and not Trump supporters and Hillary supporters or whatever in between. Um, if there are some people who like. If you support Trump, you are the biggest idiot in the world. That's what some people would think. And there and there's some heated arguments and all those things. So, do you think that there are people who get on there just to like antagonize Trump supporters and just to mess with them? I I would think so. Yeah, yeah I'm sure, probably. Just like you may find somebody doing that on Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You probably yeah. find yeah, but, somebody uh, who's trying to mess with, you know. One thing I was thinking, so you were saying that it was Trump supporters, not just people who are voting for Trump. Because I feel like most people that yes. are voting for Trump are voting for Trump because they feel like they have to. Right, right. Because if I'm not going to vote for Hillary. Or, no, this or, is or even vice versa, I feel like that's what it is. Where I don't know. I've heard a lot of people was like, well, I'm probably going to vote for not. I wouldn't say a lot, but some, some people I've heard that are voting for him are like, I'll, I'm voting for him, but I don't really enjoy the fact that I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. So I, I don't like him. So these yeah. people that are like, Yes, I'm yeah. for Trump. I like Trump, whatever. Yeah, yes, definitely. Well, if you're going to get on a website that is called Trump Singles, I would imagine that you're not just like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going I guess I got to, yeah. Yeah, these, are, these have got to be like, I would imagine that every one of their profile pictures are them holding a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> or just, and there's still, you know, there's going to be people that they don't care about Trump either way. They're just looking for yeah. Looking for a date. People yeah. into no, I mean, they don't care. People are into well done steaks too. Have you, <laughs> wow. have you heard about that? Yeah, what? Trump steaks. That Trump likes his. Oh, the Trump steak. steaks. Trump. Well, oh. no. He likes Trump well done. likes his steak well done. Oh my goodness. Well done. Well, I. You know what? Before that, I was going to vote for him. Yeah. No wonder Trump steaks failed. Yeah. You can't eat a steak well done. Is like I don't like steak. I just need the nourishment of. You might steak. as well. You might as well eat beef jerky. Yeah. There's no. You can't. You don't like steak if you like it well done. Yeah. You can't trust that man. Can't he, trust him. He, you expect him to be president? He likes to say, well done. But what's our option? A woman? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. No, but actually, in response to this website. Wait, everyone knows I was joking, right? No, I, I thought you were 100% serious. I don't know if you were joking. <laughs> I am joking. No, I don't for, know that. For for all for all the three we don't women know that, that we are don't listening. know that. You, I'm telling you. We so don't you know, know We don't know it. We don't know it. If you're being serious right now, when if you're gonna joke all the time, how can we take you serious? How do we know you're not joking right now? That's a good point. You don't know. I could be joking about joking. Yeah, you've made a little too many sexist remarks. Yeah, remember, remember last, the last yeah. episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric hates women. Yeah, he does. I love him. He told me. Okay. All right. So no, in response to um, this new Trump singles website. There is a Canadian website called Maple Match, and that is for 
anybody who plans to flee the U.S. because of a Trump presidency so that they can find Canadian love. Oh, wow. That's, now, nice. Now, that's nice. Do you know how many users are they have? I think that's just more of a joke. Okay, yeah, I, I don't think anybody's actually using that. I was going to laugh if it was more I'm surprised. Wait till November. It might be pretty hot. Yeah, you yeah. never know. I'm surprised Trump singles only has 500. Well, now with the natural amount of plug. Oh. It's going to be 502. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, well, it's going to be 501 because top or single. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. At least, at least yeah. 501. All right, All right. But, but when it comes to like the, you know, the if whether or not you're going to get on and... and be on Trump singles or whatever.com. I mean, is it like a rigorous test you got to go through? Like, how do they weed out the people that they think will be on it or, or that they, they I mean, the how do they, they weed think? out Christian Mingle? Yeah, they or don't. Jew date or J date or whatever. What about farmers? The farmer one? Yeah, farmers, farmers, farmers market. market. <laughs> Coming from the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah there probably isn't. It just you have to say you're willing to. Yeah. But if you're like, you're looking for people that are authentic with it, that, are, that, Say I am a Trump person, and the only way to be happy is if I find another Trump person. Yeah, and that's why I need to get on this, and that's why there might be only five hundred because they're so specific on needing a Trump person. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Trump presidency is going to be going to be interesting. Very much. He's not even going to get elected. No. He. Well, they've been saying the that. Polls. Okay, but they've been saying that forever. Oh, he's not going to be. Nominee, he's not yeah, but he whatever. was leading in all the polls while, while they were huh? saying that. We'll like, see. When it came to like the, the Republican nominee, the entire time they were like, yeah, he's he's not going to win. He's not going to win it. But he was always leading the polls. Yeah, I know right now, he's, but it's still early. Yeah, it is still he, early. He's doing, it's going to be entertaining whether it's good for the country or not either way. I mean, does, It's going to be entertaining. Does does a, does like a, um, an I don't independent... Are we going to get into politics? In this Because, first off, we don't even know much. But no, we don't, don't know much about politics. But does like, does, like, an independent person get m- more votes than normal this year? Yeah, yes. for sure. I, yeah. I, don't, it's not, I still don't think it's going to matter, but they'll get more votes than ever. Yeah. I think. But it's not But it's not going to affect anything, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, but, not enough to be elected. No, yeah. But, not to, enough to even be in the conversation, probably. Yeah. yeah. But more so than in previous years. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, since that was such a depressing, negative, negative, grumpy episode, we found out Eric still hates women. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. as always. Okay. Um, yeah, keep, let's keep it negative as we close. Let's let's solemnly just like let's take say a moment what is... we hate about each other. Oh, well, okay, yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Topper, I hate. Um, gosh. Your farts because they always stink <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah. And Shane, I hate your stupid face. Hey, quick, come on, oh. we're ending. All right, um, Eric, I hate your arrogance. And yep. Topper, I hate that you're so good looking. Oh, see, that you're, of that course you would do. Was no, before you do it, I hate the fact that your your <laughs> insult to Topper was a compliment. Good, Topper, go quick. Shane, I hate that you can grow a beard so much better. Thank than Thank you, Eric. I hate that you're so negative all the time. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> and I hate that you hate women. Hold on. First off, you both said jokes to each other. You both said a very serious, I'm trying to get a message across thing to me. So, <laughs> so okay. I, I've, you I've bring learned. me down. You rub off You really me. do. You really yeah, do. Yeah, right. You are so negative. We well, you know who I don't hate? The listeners. Thank you for listening hey, to oh, hey. Christian Podcast. We'll see you next time. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like us on Facebook. Music provided by The Revive. You can check them out. TheRevivedMusic.com.
You can find Connection Church at connectionchurch.cc. And you can find City on a Hill Community Church at cityonahillcc.org.